three days from now, the trial is set to begin in the $250 million New York civil fraud case against former President Trump and his adult sons after a state appellate court denied Trump's motion to stay the trial yesterday. Trump has been found liable for fraud, and the Trump Organization's business certification has been canceled. The judge says Trump inflated the values of his golf courses and hotels, as well as his homes at Mar-a-Lago and Seven Springs on financial statements. CNN senior legal analyst Ellie Honig is here with more. They wanted it stayed. They didn't want it to happen. They wanted it delayed. They're going to trial. Yeah. What's going to happen? This thing is a go, Poppy. It's starting on Monday. So this case is a civil case, first of all, not a criminal case, brought by the New York State Attorney General Letitia James against Donald Trump, his adult children, and the businesses that they ran. Now, the Attorney General's core allegation here is that Trump and his businesses systematically and dramatically overinflated the value of their real estate holdings and their assets. Let me just give you one quick example. Mar-a-Lago, the actual buildings, the plant there, was assessed by the Palm Beach County Assessor, not some partisan interest, at being worth about $20 million. But Donald Trump, in his paperwork, claimed that Mar-a-Lago was worth $500 million. I did the math on that. That's a lot. Now, why would they do this? Because they would go then to banks, including Deutsche Bank and others, and they would use those inflated values to get higher loans than yeah. they might otherwise get at better interest rates. Now, important to know, the AG has already won an important piece of this case. Donald Trump has lost that piece of the case. The judge on this case, Judge Arthur Angeron, issued a ruling a couple days ago giving a judgment for the attorney general on one of the counts in the case for repetitive, persistent fraud. And in this, the judge said that Donald Trump's assessments were coming from a fantasy world, not the real world. So what's interesting is that Trump's legal team chose a bench trial, yes. not a jury trial. So it's this judge again who's going to make the ruling in after all the witnesses testify, which is just fascinating to me. Yeah. What kind of witnesses would take the stand? So we are getting a sense now we're seeing the party's witness list. First of all, those witness lists include Donald Trump himself, his adult children, Don Jr., Eric Trump, and Ivanka Trump. Now, interesting to note here, in a criminal case, prosecutors cannot subpoena. They cannot force the defendant to take the stand. That would violate the Fifth Amendment right. But in a civil case, the plaintiffs and the defendants can subpoena one another. If that happens, Trump and his children are going to have two choices. They can testify. That's risky, though. We saw Donald Trump's deposition in this case. It was a disaster. But they can also take the Fifth Amendment. Yeah. But in a civil case, Poppy, if any of them take the Fifth Amendment, the judge can consider, can consider that against them. So the defense here would be lack of intent, lack of knowledge? So a couple defenses I think we're going to see. First of all, Donald Trump has argued and will continue to argue these assessments of real estate value, there is some subjectivity. Sure. Reasonable minds can differ. But the judge has said, yeah, but not by 25 times. They're also going to argue, Trump's team, that they had these waivers, that what, what they call the worthless clause, saying, our numbers here, they're worthless. Don't mm -hmm. pay attention to them. But the judge has said that worthless clause itself is worthless. And then finally, Trump's team is going to argue, there's no victim here. There's no loss. The because they repay the loans. They got paid back with interest. That actually does not matter right. for the count that the AG's already won, but it will matter for the other counts. I, I just want to turn the page, if we could, Ellie, with the time we have left to Georgia. Yeah. This was fascinating. You're on the air as this broke yesterday. Yeah. They're not trying to move this you know, RICO case to federal court for Trump. Why? I admit to being stunned by <laughs> this one. We saw Mark Meadows try to make this move unsuccessfully. The federal judge rejected it. Jeffrey Clark's in the process of making that argument. He could lose at any moment. I think he will lose. But Donald Trump's team said, no, we're actually going to stay in state court. I think there's two strategic reasons that could be driving this. One, the state judge has been right down the middle. He's given some rulings that I think Trump likes. I think they want to stay with him. Second of all, 
That state trial is very far off. They're gonna get to see the early trial first. I think they like the timing, the procedural posture they're in. I think they're worried that if they got moved to federal court, they could be put on a fast They get track. to see the approach of the prosecutors in yeah. these cases that go before them. And yeah. then we could see it all on TV if it stays in state court. Exactly. All right. Quite a twist. Ellie, thank you. Thanks, Appreciate Bob. it.